everybody. Welcome to episode 26 of Journeys Adrift. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody today. We got informed that we've been recently nominated for the Quill Podcast Awards, which is just terribly exciting and amazing, and we love you all so, so much for it. And honestly, just thank you. You guys have been absolutely amazing. I love hearing from you all on our Discord, to our ridiculous conversations, to Twitter, just to everything. I love hearing how everybody's doing. So make sure you come say hi to us and let us know how you're enjoying the show. In the show notes, there's our links to our Discord. And of course, our Twitter is at Waffles Maple. You can say hi to us there as well. But this is really just a big thank you from us to all of you amazing listeners for, well, being awesome. And we love you. All right. I won't hold you guys any longer. Let's get to a dramatic filled episode. <laughs> See ya. Last week on Journeys Adrift, Zeha attempted to explain her culture to the crew. What is a Matai Loon? Oh, goodness. <laughs> And she just starts, like, two of her hands are, like, rubbing her temples now. I just thought it was a very long name. Dr. Lan and Tetsu's friendship was tested. I mean, I doubt this Crick guy ever had a license. <clears throat> no, he does not. No, I'm saying he never did, probably. Doubt he even went to med school. But yeah, they, it looks very okay. Looks like an amateur installed it. Aizen questioned Zeha's motives. You seem to be... Based off of what he's both seen from the show and from what you're explaining now, Can't there's an expectation of higher status, and yet you have been willing to slum it in some categories and break your mask in certain areas. And the crew finally arrived at the Adari. As your ship arrives, a hailing signal is sent to you, and you are given the green light to hook up airlock. Now, let's see Zeha's homeworld. I'm ready for all my friends to embarrass me. We're <laughs> back. We're on a spaceship. <laughs> they were torturing me all throughout break of all the things that they were trying to think that they can do. But anyways, um, one important factor that I think uh, may have been missed uh, in those culture checks that they did on my grandmother, Diva, do they know that she passed away? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to say the two that succeeded that actually know of D.Va. Whether that's how they know or not, those are the two that know that she passed away. We're just going to roll over the culture, culture checks. Uh, it, that might have been how you learned of D.Va, period. You might have heard her once before, but that that's about it. You guys weren't within Perfect. the packed worlds or you would have known her period basically so so obviously i like was very formal and bowed back right away and all that good stuff when, when they first uh introduced and i did all my proper things but so we're we're where we landed basically yes uh and you would know like you may have forgot to tell them actually you like might not know you know but it might not have come to your mind that when you land everything around you is kind of like up well like the adari does have a like mechanical like loading dock docking bay type place to it oh yeah there's like the engineering decks yep. and everything before there's the main adari yeah perfect yeah so y'all probably think this is the adari <laughs> yeah because when you were in upwell like this was upwell when you're at absalom station like minus central park this was absalom station yes so he's is he leading us does he is he like leading the way like i said he says please follow me and i will show you where you will be 
there will be a little time before the meeting, so if Zeha wants to show you around, she may. And then he begins to lead you what seems to be about a fourth of a mile walk. Like you guys walking at a natural pace go for about six minutes through what outside didn't look like that big of a ship. This place, it seems, more and more machinery and space station-like, but you cannot shake the feeling that the air just feels good. Like, you feel like you're on a natural planet. And finally, you arrive at what seems to be his destination, a hub of many, many elevators. This place is crowded, like, beyond belief, like New York City street crowded. So you said this is like a ways of a walk. So the at first, she's just like perfectly silent. And then assuming like everybody is just like walking along, trying to be also good in silence. She's like, shit, this is awkward as heck. <laughs> so she's going to like, we're headed to the hub. Uh, it's our main transportation within the Adari. And then realizing this is more awkward, she's going to go back to being <laughs> I should say Khan is very, uh, he's very, like, tour guidey. Like, he's not... Okay, good. He's not, like, small-talking with you, asking you how your dad is, or how the weather is, or, like, anything weird like that. <laughs> but he, he's like, this is where blah 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 happens. This is where blah blah Like, he's, he's basically touring you around as to what seems his job. But Perfect. as you come into this crowded place, you watch his people part ways for him and unmistakably like it it might take a couple of takes zeha some bowing in respect you all crowd onto an elevator and begin to descend on what is a two to three minute journey so if anyone has any thing they want to say go for it eisen wouldn't say anything but he has been looking around did they have to like pass through a security checkpoint like he has a weapon at his side is that like uh, no, or, like, d- should he, like, bind it to make sure, like, I he, like he can't open it as, like, a sign of respect? Like, what's in terms of open carry here? You get the sense that almost everybody has noted your weapon. Probably about 50% of the people have weapons on them, period. But almost, like, every Kasatha that has seen you has looked at you, looked at your weapon, and then went about their business. Okay. So, like, you've been noted as probably the only rock person on this spaceship and that you have a weapon and in in the uh this hub station there's quote quote police walking around security wise this is much more absalom station than upwell got it right you're not you're not asked to bind you're not asked not to draw your weapon but you get the sense like eyes are on you Mm -hmm. people definitely know you're here we can't leave any witnesses that's who draws his gun. All of them. And uh, just to clarify the cool thing about the hub, it's like this big tube that runs like left and right along the length of the Adari, and it's zero gravity. And along like these left and right, like this hub thing that, f- that you fly basically left and right in is a series of elevators that take you down. Uh, so it's oh, pretty, pretty okay. cool. Neat. I just think the Adari That's is pretty, pretty cool. cool, yeah. <laughs> and... Again, you watch as people are parting prior to getting on this elevator. You all crowd into this elevator. As Zeha said, you shoot shoot left a little bit and then go straight down. As the elevator opens, you are immediately, 
hit with the brightest greens, blues, and other colors you've seen in a very long time. And it's all real. You can tell from the air here. You see, Khan says as he's like smelling the air. This is what we have on the Adari. What you see is our culture. These are all plants from our mother world. Kasat. As he's like, his bottom right and left arm are like pointing out. Eventually, y'all begin to walk around, walking, walking. Everybody give me a culture check. Me included? <laughs> uh, no, not you, Sal. Eight. Do we happen to see a um, glitched out uh, plant that happened to appear here that we seem to recognize? <laughs> This place would be dead. This would be so so great. (laughs) Dr. Lin with his stupid culture check. I'm too good, man. Natural freaking 20. Had to counteract Eisenhower. Uh, Jeez. Somebody start tracking all of Varso's natural 20. campaign (laughs) suffering before this syrup. I was about to say, (laughs) we're watching it happen on roll 20, so he's not cheating, but please track them. Uh, So we got natural (laughs) one for Eisen, a 17 total for Moat. A 28 total. Natural 20 for Dr. Lin. What you got, Tetsu? Eight. Eight. Dr. Lin, you recognize it about an hour in, just like slightly too late. Nobody else has recognized it except for Zeha. Zeha, it took you a little while because he is so good at what he does, but you recognize it easily enough about an hour in, about the same time Dr. Lin does with a natural 20. You're getting led around in such a way that it would be hard to find your way back to the hub on your own without a lead he knows you're with them zeha like you could lead them back there but if eisen wanted to break off and go somewhere he wouldn't know where he is interesting and like you like you get that like you've been led back through a certain place three times and like the third time you're like okay like all right like what is he doing what oh oh okay is this normal it's not super normal for outsiders but you can kind of surmise why he's doing it this isn't just outsiders. This, this, these aren't a bunch of people that are coming to live on the Adari. These are a bunch of people that are coming for a specific thing and then leaving. Yep, 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 yep. So while it's not normal, you get what he's doing. And sure, but Len doesn't realize it's normal, right? Like it doesn't seem like this is standard business to him, or not really. No, you. Like I said, it's a. It's been about an hour in. It's a little too late. Like if you left now, you would be lost. But. He'd lead you for another two hours after this and like the whole time and feel free to say something. You know that you're being you're being led through a forest, quote on air quotes, in such a way that is meant to confuse you. All right. You are being shown stuff the entire time. Like it's not boring. Like you're being shown brand new stuff almost the entire time. But that's that's like the purpose of the leading is what you're getting. I'm assuming it's not all like forests too. Like he's taking you through like a forest section and then here's like a nice little road with some houses and now back to this thing. Like, yep, basically like it's, it goes from forest to houses to desert to forest, but like in, in the way that he does it, you're, you can't really tell what's what. Okay. Yeah. Then assumes it's just like not trusting outsiders and doesn't have the guts to speak up about it. So, okay. I did warn you that our, our culture is very strange. Let's <laughs> not offend. <laughs> Tetsu would ask the question though, like during during all this, and go, uh, "Are the forests on your homeworld this big, or why do you have trees on your ship? Why do we have trees? You say? Yes. We want to 
bring literally everything that we can from our homeworld. I'm, and he flicks his eyes to Zeha for a second, not sure if you know, but Kasat, our planet, is all but dead. That is why we left on the Adari. And this, he points to animals, plants, is us preserving our culture. Tetsu sheepishly nods, and then when we continue walking again, he sets down, like, the flower he had plucked at some point, and just, like, <laughs> oh my God, tries to, so like, dead. plant it back. You're mobbed by security. <laughs> you, you, watch him, you watch him, like, wave a hand to you real quick. He's like, keep it. Enjoy our culture. If, if it's here, trust me. You can't end its reign. <laughs> Basically, he's saying anything that the public oh, yeah. has asset, ac- access to, you couldn't just kill by plucking one flower. I should a rocket launcher at the side of the space station. Right, like we have separate sections for... <laughs> you have the seed vault in case oh, like Tetsu goes crazy. Oh, I of grass! <laughs> <laughs> um, when he turns back around, though, like if there's a split moment of like him walking forward, Zeha shoots you a glare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking like- of taking nature... Like, she wouldn't have seen this, especially when she gives Tetsu a glare, but he has, like, like a pine cone or something, something of, like, a tree that can grow. He's, like, pocketed away. Okay, give me a bluff check. Uh, like a sleight of hand? Uh, bluff or sleight of hand, yeah. Either one. Uh, speaking of nature, I grab a squirrel as it runs by and shove it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Stop>. Wow. <laughs> Stupid ar- um, armor penalty makes it a zero, but... We'll give it a shot. You Natural stick 20. it. You stick oh. it. Oh, oh man! Wow! My God. I was about yes. to say to Doctor Lin, who stole who stole the squirrel? Like you, you jam it into your uh, needle vial <laughs> of the adaptation serum. <laughs> it's unstoppable. Hulk squirrel. <laughs> what? <laughs> what have Somebody we done? wanted this oh, ship to die. Let's Len, go. Len empties right. the vial into like the forest. <laughs> <laughs> What have we done? Natural 20, all you guys see is like uh, Aizen, like somebody else drops something and Aizen takes a second, bends down, picks it up, goes to hand it to him. And in the same moment, picks up the pine cone with like his pinky and ring finger, puts it into his pocket and hands them what they drop. Oh, mm. oh, against against his palm, I say. Yeah. See. yeah, against his palm while he picks up like, say they dropped a piece of paper or something. You can paper the pointer finger and the middle finger. And palm everything else, and pockets hands them their thing, and comes back to walking with y'all. And the sense that everyone else got, he picked up something that someone else dropped. But you guys keep going, and eventually you come to what seems to be almost a full out garden. As I'm about to pull y'all to a map. battle map, battle map. <laughs> oh god, a battle map! Roll initiative. Garden. <laughs> it's not die. a battle it's map. Say mom. I should have had y'all here before, but I wanted to confuse you. So, <laughs> oh, this is cool. Yep, this is basically the inside of the Adari. But you come to what looks to be a full-out just garden everywhere, and he stops and he looks up very quickly, very abruptly, meets your eyes for quicker than he usually does, Zeha, and goes, "This is where we will meet out in the open, and then we will return to a more private meeting space." I do hope you understand. Yes, of course. When? Approximately an hour from now. Whether you wait or we wait, it really doesn't matter. Do you have a place you want us of to course. stay? For organizational sake. I would just like you to be here within the next hour. And you see, like, all four of his arms kind of shrugging. And of course, no worries. I um, can handle that. 
Very well. Thank you, Zeha. No, no. Please come with me. I forgot about it. Yeah, I hope <laughs> She's been here listening to everything, just like keeping her mouth shut basically almost the entire time. Good. Because she has manners, Tetsu. <laughs> what? I thought it was polite to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to an hour before. Shut up. Don't say anything. <laughs> uh, but a very uh, different name now than you are used to seeing. Not being a bitch. Bows almost like her whole body, like head down a body bend, and then follows him, not saying a word. Oh, so proper. Tetsu goes, I am sorry your world is dead. It's not <laughs> dead. <laughs> I mean, sorry, yes, I suppose Kassoth is... I was born long after it, though. Do you not get top basic packed history where you're from, Tetsu? Uh, I don't remember most of my childhood, so no. Or, I don't think so. Of course. Um, I'm well, pretty sure where I'm from, we didn't teach much, but other things that are not history. Don't worry. Basically, the Adari was built as a way to maintain all of us from the planet and onto greener pastures. However, as you see, we've arrived here, and for now have found orbit within the Pact Worlds. We are identified as our own planet in its own way, as you can see, and she gestures to, like, the outside, basically inside. And we've adapted to the way of life here, um, though we always try to maintain our history. But don't let it fool you, we are inside a ship. Is it difficult for people who are living on the curve? Where the... Like, he's, he's half, like, making a joke of, like... You know, because the, because everything is cylindrical <laughs> here on the outside, right? Like th- there, yeah, there yeah, must yeah. be a section where, where it dips ever so slightly. It's like air quote again for people who can't see us in the podcast. A joke, <laughs> but you look up for a second and there's farms on the ceiling, right? Yeah, and like eventually you all around, yeah, and eventually you like kind of watch for just a second and you realize that why it's been so confusing. Even to Dr. Lin, who rolled a natural 20, you've been walking up and down this curve almost the entire time. The gravity is centered around this curve. Like, you've been on the air quote ceiling and the floor and the left and the right. And, I mean, it's a lot of ground to cover, so, like, I can imagine. But uh, in terms of, like, when you go left and right, though, like, to the front of the ship, to the back of the ship, it ends in, like, cliffs. Yep. it's centrifugal force, not gravitational. Right. E- kind of, there, yeah. There's a true forward and aft to the ship, but otherwise, like, you guys could have spent an hour walking in a, technically in a circle around a cylinder for the same place. Right. And the very center of it all is the tube that is called the hub that you first came from. Yeah. All right, so uh, we have an hour. Um, could just wait right here. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm not going to force y'all to do anything, so... If- no one wants to do anything for an hour. Feel free to tell me. I just, I just got one question. Uh, what is this green stuff on the ground? Grass. Hmm. Feels nice. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait you, you've never seen grass before. Mm. I thought that was a joke. N- no, not a joke, actually. Yeah, no. Never been on a, you know, lush planet. I guess this is a lush planet. I don't know. This is a planet or whatever. I haven't seen grass. I haven't felt grass, no. Didn't know what it was. All right, come with me. And no, she no, no, is no. immediately going to 
pushed you forward. Um, and she's she's not going far. So basically, she's gonna just take you around Geselad, like this section in the the bottom right, which is where we are. She will point up uh to this kind of like building on this hill. Um, that seems to be like also very gardeny and very unique, but it's like sectioned off from this area. That's the Garden of Alcasath. Caretakers there uh, house the original plants and and fauna of all that was once on Kasoth. They take very great care to keep everything separate, not cross-pollinate, keep its integrity and its DNA and its genetics. So unfortunately, I can't take you there, but I can take you here. And she'll just start taking you around, like, basically this very gardeny area. Um, we'll pass by the tempering pool, which she looks conflictedly at because that's where she's supposed to go when she's done <laughs> with her tempering. And she'll just skirt around that and just kind of show you guys around the open gardens. <laughs> Aizen will ask where you went to school, because you mentioned a school before. Yes, um, here, actually. This is a pool. What <laughs> waffles? Am I supposed? Is it the way the people in Gesselad live? Like, do I have any reason to keep that secret, or is that kind of like not a huge secret? So you, I will tell you, you got the sense that why Khan is doing the things that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't want people to know the exact location of the Romsenton, but like, if you told like where you went to school, it's probably not the worst thing in the world. It's just not, like, he's not going to bring them immediately to the meeting place of the Ramsenten kind of thing. Sure, sure, sure. Um, all around this area, uh, part of part of the Gesselad is underground. Interesting. Just a means of keeping the gardens, really. Fair enough. I was kind of hoping we would find one of your teachers we could talk to. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You say that, but that makes me want to look even harder. That's syrup (laughs) roleplay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she'll, like, immediately go back to, like, Mo and be like, these are some flowers, this is a bush, (laughs) this is dirt. (laughs) Oh, believe me, I know what dirt is. To not destroy (laughs) what this place is about, the Garden of Alcasoth, which is what you were in, is a working garden that preserves every plant and animal species that was on the homeward homeworld of the Kasat. Yeah, we wouldn't be in there because that's like not allowed. Basically, like that's like there's because they're very, very, very intense about it. But well, we're like, in that, that's that's like what you you were dropped off in front of that basically, and like okay. it has been okay. pointed out and like a lot. I imagine that obviously, like that's the place that it's preserved and stuff, and it's preserved elsewhere too. This like. The Adari has, like, triple layer security, like, it. well, if it dies here, then we have it here, blah, blah, blah. But I imagine that if it's grown a lot in the Garden of Alcazoth, it eventually makes its way out to Gesselad, mm-hmm. which is why, like, mm-hmm. like Gesselad is how it is. And so, like, you are seeing probably 60% of the plants and animals of a dying planet kind of thing. It's super cool. She'll kind of, like, point up like past the hub to like maybe one of the other areas across the way and she'll point like well over there is the upper lakes and that's pretty natural as well though you know just a sample of whatever has made its way out um over there and she just starts like that's there's a just 
where most people live really over there and she's just kind of like from where we are trying to like it's it's very far away and like you can kind of see vague buildings but she'll give you a general gist of like some of the cool hotspots she'll point out the the assembly of the doyanate because that's a, like i'm sure a huge towering structure yes <laughs> that you all see that's our main government building i should say you guys have seen two like ridiculously huge towering structures one is the one that she pointed out of the doyanate and the other is even taller uh kind of toward your, towards your northeast um and it's just this very very large like square i say square in the fact that like it has four even sides all the way up so like cube like almost and then comes to a pyramid at the top but it almost reaches like the ceiling of the adari which is half a mile up like the adari is half a mile in diameter so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are there gardeners yes in terms of you mean the garden of alcasoth or do you mean the environment we keep yes as a whole the garden keeps gardeners as a whole we just have you know people in charge of keeping the atmosphere people in charge of farming people in charge of all sections you can think of but no it grows naturally with the oxygen in the air i imagine the work it would take to upkeep this all the engineering feat alone it's impressive back home we have difficulty growing things the plants are unique it's rare to see this much greenery in a space that is so widely accessed. You're talking about um, Shimansara, correct? Mm-hmm. From what I recall, there's mostly lightning storms there. Does anything grow there? A number of things. Uh, and it's not just lightning storms. Elemental storms of all varieties cover the planet. Oh. Len standing just like a little off to the side, That's... like nodding along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the brochure that I sent him. Like, yes, I know this. <laughs> well, that's amazing what feats of engineering can do all around. I mean, your people found a way to live on such a not forgiving planet, and we found a way to live on one that we built. As long as it doesn't void into space accidentally i think this this is pretty impressive <laughs> no no the engines have been on idle for many many a generation oh the ship doesn't move i don't think eisen would have put that together no no we are in orbit along with the rest of the packed worlds uh they aren't off their idols it's still power everything but no we don't move and you can see there's like, she that's all she says, but it's like, obviously more complicated than right. that. All right, we should probably head back um, and she'll make their way back to the meeting point. Okay. And yeah, like, you guys able to see all this. It's amazing. But for those who care, tensions are still relatively high. And you come back to the meeting point in which this person who has told you that you can call him Khan. Con? We have to kill him. Copyright. We have two cons now. <laughs> he, but he comes back, definitely a Kasath con. Comes to you all Goodness. and says, "Please follow me. Everything is prepared for you now. Gonna be all right. Um, yes, Every little thing <laughs> is gonna." All right. That was three seconds. We can't copyright. All right. <laughs>
Onwards. To the meeting we know nothing about. To the meeting. I would have taken like a quick second to like remind everybody, be proper, you know, stay quiet. How, how tense is Zeha in this moment? As we start heading in, she tenses up a lot. You see her like smooth out her dress, stand up very straight, perfect posture, takes a breath, so, walks in, chin up. Seeing Zeha a little tense, Aizen would have just like said, what do you think of this? And handed you his like communicator and pulled up is I th- is one of your reviews from the show the-, the previous week. And he just says, I think your mom would like this. And he just like <laughs> smirks. It's just meant to like throw you off your game a little and get you to relax. It actually like makes her blanch like for a second. And she just gives you this like. For a split second, she looks, like, panicked, and then she just, like, shoves it, like, away with one hand and, like, focus, like, keeps walking. Like, you're not even able to cut a moment of this tension. Like, this is, there is a weight on her shoulders. <laughs> this is also acceptable to Aizen. This response is all, like, <laughs> Moat mo- psychically can feel the, like, smirk of, like, the the older... Yeah, the older sibling who, like, got <laughs> pressed the button at right, just the right time. Just okay. Now is not the time, y'all. <laughs> I think it's the time. It's, it's the perfect time. It's just enough. Okay. Tis the appointed hour. You're all led in to what Zeha would know is not the true Romsenton meeting place. But it is a... You go underground for... At a, about a 45 degree angle for about 10 seconds, so you can kind of assume you're 300 foot, sorry, you're like 30 foot underground, my bad. And you basically walk into this open door that leads into a room with one large round table, kind of like a king's round table, sitting in it. But you see six seats. Five are filled, one is open. The five that are filled are with Kasata. You see an old male Kasata, an old female Kasata, another old female Kasata, what looks to be like a normal adult age, like what you would, like in human years, what you would consider to be 30 Kasata, a rather young one that looks probably about like Zeha's age, female Kasata. That's what you see, like overall. As we walk in, take like the appropriate amount of steps in, and then I do the full bow as well to just full formality from here on out from her (laughs) yeah and you guys watch they have like walk in she begins to do a bow and like in unison you watch these five chairs like like screech back as all of these katasas stand bow towards you and then very quietly slide their chairs back up and sit back down touch your eyes while they're confused (laughs) lens doing the same (laughs) Aizen knows yep. how this game is played. Nerds. He's just very comfortably standing with arms at his side. He may have done like a a small, like appropriate bow, not like the full like thing of like culture, but just like I've entered a space with the, people like, of authority. Bomb. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Zeha stays right there at the entrance. Like like once everybody is like basically stepped into the room, she stands there and she waits for instructions. And it takes. A solid six, seven, like, full seconds of silence. But eventually you hear one of the older females speak up. And she goes, 
So, I do imagine you are reporting to us from the Starfinder Society. Do you have anything to share? As she cuts her eyes to what only Zeha would know as her mom sitting beside her. The question was posed to... To you, you, the group. But she cut her eyes like... You get the sense that she heard this from your mom. Gotcha. Once again, doing like a, a less intense formal bow, but I like nod and I just say, we're here on behalf of the Starfinder Society. We were told we were to attend a meeting, the contents of which were not divulged to us. You're interrupted, like, but you see the very young female kind of like stick two of her hands up in the air and she's like, please stop. Introduce yourselves. We will after. And she, like, kind of looks around. Is this not right? Manners? People? And, like, you get the sense, like, she is not being proper, if that that makes sense. Like, she doesn't care for this. (laughs) And she's like, introduce yourselves. Let's talk like people. Like, come on. She can stay. (laughs) Zeha does not really know how to react at first. Because, you know, torn in two, must be proper. Gotta please everybody. (laughs) But after a beat, I just go, of course, and start gesturing behind me, I'll, like, left to right, <laughs> letting you all introduce yourselves. Mo. I am Tetsu. Aizen. Len is off Zen. <gasps> and I am Zem- Zehavumti. <laughs> kind of, like, awkward, like, <laughs> You hear, like, almost echoing claps as all four of her hands kind of clap together in two different ways. Great. I am Taya. No house. And she, like, proudly looks at everyone. Her arms come out. Eventually you hear, I am Nayal Vimti of Clan Versus of House Cloridus. I am Dermaf Kitwinjaw Nadrum of Clan Val and House Kael. An older female sitting beside him says, I am Namtal Tol of Clan Val and House Kyle. And then it, the finally the last old female says I am Sankea Kulim Ransihaf of Clan Cow and House Tia. Everybody's head spinning it. <laughs> yes. It looks to like the other people. <laughs> it I is swear, very sir. long and I will get I'll Did give this you on all purpose. <laughs> it's not, I swear. There's two <laughs> names Tetsu heard. Taaz, because she's cool, and he's pretty. Taya, Taya, yeah. Taya spelled like T T E A. Ah. T E A Taya. Yep. She's the cool hip one. Yep. And then he's pretty sure he heard your last name or middle name or whatever name, and that's all yep. Tetsu knows. <laughs> Niel. Niel Vimti of Clan Versus, which is you and know as her clan because she's introduced herself like that. Yeah. Wait, Vimti yeah, is in difference well. from Vimti or like same thing? Very, very similar, different middle name, but similar and same last if if they go by that, but you don't get the sense yeah. like they really do. Basically, the things that like stay is the clan, right? Like clan versus and house Claritas, that's with me as well. I seem to be named of like so it's like naming someone after like the same letter or something like that. Yeah. So it's like Niel Vimti, Zeha Vumti. Right. Some semblance, but that's about it. For sure. Uh, they all introduce themselves, and then you see the male kind of speak up. All right, we've introduced ourselves. Please 
speak. We're waiting. Do I know what they're waiting on? Hello? You don't. (laughs) We are here to meet with you. Do we get chairs or do we stand? I'm sorry. Uh, I think I should shut up. Aizen is just silently looking at Zeha, like, not, not, like, just kind of glancing. You can feel, like, his presence on your back of just, like, this is yours. You watch, you watch all of them begin to kind of, like, rub their heads, except for Taya, who is, uh, laughing behind two hands. Is Dermoff the one who said that looking at me when he asks that? It started at you and kind of, like, flicked to everyone and then back at you. Eventually, it was, like, five, three seconds on you. Flick, 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 like, someone please speak, let's get this over with, and then lands back on you. I'll I'll take a, a step forward, just, perhaps there was a misunderstanding? I don't we believe so. Not- he, like, speaks over you purpose. I apologize. I do not know the matter of the meeting, simply that we are to meet. Alright. You're meeting with the Romson 10, he kind of, like, points one of his arms out. You think we're just here to give you something? You, Zeha. All people. And you get the sense he's being like super hard ass. Yeah. You should know that you're coming to gain something. You have something in return. So please offer, trade. <sighs> she kind of like does like a, another like polite bow i apologize i do not know what it is that we're here to get can i immediately look around the room and make a sense motive on everybody to see if anybody knows something that they're not sharing sure and because this is my culture can i culture check it instead absolutely is there like a hidden camera is this like a prank show or something (laughs) anyone else can make your culture camera um i rolled a freaking natural four do I have any chicky nuggies? I don't. I don't think you do. <laughs> Len won't. He's just uh, trying to look all as sense motive. refined as possible just standing there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can all sense motive. I, I think I said, I think I accidentally said you could all culture check, but you can all sense motive, sorry. 11. I assume they're fucking with us. I think a single person is fucking with us. I, they did mention, like, that we're meeting with one person from the council that is Starfinder related, right? Like, that's what the information was that we told? You just got a spare nuggie from Jim, so I'll let you use it since it's live. We're doing it live. If you want to use it, you can. Oh, uh, uh, natural four. Um, yes. 19. Okay. Thanks, Jim. All right. Natural 19. Everyone else thinks that they are actually expecting something. Like they're, you were truly expected to come here with something to bargain. Zeha, Tomamu. with your 19, you're thrown off a little bit like initially thrown off like you're like wait what am i like am i supposed to tell them about the starfinding society like grace like i I'm, i have stuff to share what am i supposed to tell them about and then eventually your mind settles on like this dude one is fucking with us two is fucking with us in the sense that like he probably actually expects something in his head like this is a freebie ramson 10 culture norms kind of thing like you wouldn't be expected to come here with something to present but he expect he actually expects something just him he's trying to extort you basically okay processing and up until this point being like very like oh shit oh shit i fucked up right when this clicks gonna stand up a little bit straighter 
and I'm going to take a step forward, kind of almost like behind the empty... Well, would the empty chair be in front of me? Uh, yeah, we'll say it's in the middle, so you can kind of step up to the middle of the like little round table that's going on. Okay. So basically, I step up and, and subconsciously, you know, it's the art of performance, take a, like place myself behind that empty seat. And then I, a little bit with more confidence, go... We are here on behalf of the Starfinder Society. It is you, and and she kind of looks at everybody, who is here to provide us information. We have traveled a long way. Surely we want to show the Ramsam Ten's gracious hospitality. You've traveled as long as, and you get the sense like he's about to shut you down as his, what no one knows, but I'll go and say it, and his wife speaks up and says, You have traveled a long way we would like to offer what we have for you based on what the starfinder society wants unfortunately and you see taya kind of like stick her arms out and you get the sense like as weird as it is to be super young in this sense taya has the floor if she wants it and she goes unfortunately your mom would like to speak to you alone. Correct? Neil? Unfortunately, you won't be here, but I'm sure you're... And she kind of like, two finger like, counts. Your amazing people, adventurers, party, friends, would... Crew. Yes, your ship crew would fill you in afterwards. So, let's go ahead and, uh, many hands make light work. I think at this, Eisen will speak up for the first time and be, and ask the question, are we to be your entertainment for tonight? Absolutely not. But if you wish, I won't stop you. I'm sorry. I am part of this mission. I don't see why the crew would get a rundown of whatever it is without their captain present. Because, and she again looks at your mother, you're getting a rundown of what they don't get. That is my call. Does anyone object? And she points her forearms to the four other people on the table. Oh, it's, that's not for me. Mo definitely raises their hand. Oh, I'm not involved in this. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you do object, well, I don't care. So, Dermoff, Sankia, Nam, Neil, objections? And you, like, you've heard grumbling throughout this entire, like, kind of conversation type thing, but nobody raises their hand, nobody speaks up. All right. Well, Zeha, I apologize for Termoff. You may exit back with your mother. There will be no voting taking place, as is Rumstenton, while she is gone. And we will fill your party in on what's happening. If you trust them, that is. If you, if you want to leave, it is your decision. And she, like, places all four of her hands on her chest. I just smile... Do the full bow and make my way to the door. <laughs> hey, I think that was a yes. <laughs> Are you telling us what's going on? I think at this, like, Aizen's going to shepherd the other guys to be like, just let her go. Like, like he's not actually saying anything, but he's going to, like, try to separate from Zeha a little bit so she can't, like, hesitate going to see her mother. Right. And eventually everyone is separated. You four are in a room with four of what you assume to be the Romsenton Council. 
And through some grumbling and some almost like huddle-like speak, you are eventually told, we, and this is Dermoth speaking, have a hailing frequency that you will use to speak with our contact. She is Elvish. She will not give her name. She never has. She chooses to go by a different name every time that we speak. This time, when you hail her, she wishes to be called 